Hey there, and you're listening to NRI Woman, the show where we chat with women of Indian origin living abroad. We hope in sharing these stories, you will be inspired, learn something new, or know you are not alone in some of the struggles you face. I'm Bettina. And I'm Nanora. Our guest this week is Shobika Kalra. She's the recipient of the She Change Nari Udyami Awards 2019, a public speaker, the co-founder of Wings of Angels, the word angel ending with a Z, a non-profit that works towards creating awareness about wheelchair accessibility. And she tries every day to be an inspiration to others, despite being diagnosed with a terminal degenerative disease. I moved to uh, Abu Dhabi when I was four years old. I was there till my high school and then uh, by the end of seventh grade, uh, I noticed, you know, that, uh, okay, a little bit more. I used to do very well in school and all. So, in the end of this, my seventh grade, I noticed that, you know, instead of coming first in all competitions, I was coming second. So, this really upset me, like, you know. It wouldn't be a big thing for anyone else, but it was a very big thing for me. I was very good in academics as well as uh, all physical competitions. And then, um, so I told my parents, uh, maybe I'm getting very pampered in Abdabi and all. So I should probably go to India, you know, and live in a hostel over there. So my parents sent me to India to look for a hostel. I found a hostel there. I'd come back for the final packing and all. Then my mom is like, uh, why don't you get a test done? You know, actually a little earlier before this, uh, like when I used to walk from my room to my mom's room, I used to not walk straight. I used to walk a little zigzag. And my sister always used to walk straight. My mom always used to notice this. And like, she'd like just get the checkup done. Like, obviously nothing will be wrong, but just get the checkup done. And the results came back. Shobika was diagnosed with Friedreich's ataxia a rare disease that causes progressive nervous system damage and movement problems. It usually begins in childhood and leads to impaired muscle coordination, eventually making the person wheelchair-bound. Slowness and slurring of speech develops and worsens, and individuals with later stages may develop hearing and vision loss. The speed of progression varies from person to person, and Shobika was only 13 at the time of the diagnosis. I completely broken down. I didn't know, like, because I told you I was doing very well and everything from a very young age. So, and, you know, I've done my master's in psychology. So I do know that by the age, by the time you're five years old, you know, your, your mind uh, sets on how your life is going to be like. 
so for me it was a complete change like nothing was familiar i was so small and nothing was familiar like like you know see myself now i can't even imagine i'm doing this because um, you know at that time i thought like everything is over like i was so small and like i didn't know what to look up to like um see when you're a normal person you have a idea you know by 24 i'm supposed to get a job after school i'm supposed to go to university after that get a job you know after that probably get married so i had like no direction from anyone and to decide for my own self like what to do with It's almost impossible from the outside to imagine what it must have felt like for Shobika and her family at the time. The fear of the future, knowing it's an incurable disease, and yet they were faced with exactly that. How did she wrap her head around it? I think, uh, I think the most important thing. I remember I thought this to myself many times, you know. This has happened to me, and I can't do anything about it. But I just thought, like, why does my family have to go through like everything? So, you know, I thought I owe it to my parents and my sister. I could not think anything for so many years. But I think when I started thinking, I'm like, I'm going to think positively. So. My parents and my elder sister, like they've been extremely supportive. I have very, very positive parents. Like it's a treat to live in the house. My inspiration, I think my dad. He's like, um, he's very um. I think he's like the supporting. He's he's very strong. I feel because you can't support like I feel like me, my elder sister, my mom. We're doing so well. It's only because of my dad's support. And so, with the support of her family, she decided to move forward positively, one day at a time. Shobika was wheelchair bound by the age of 18 and that didn't stop her. She went on to complete her BBM in marketing and masters in psychology. And then when she was 23 something happened that led her on a different path. Actually what happened was uh, me and my elder sister when I was 23 and a half or something it got to india to watch a movie and then uh, there were so many steps like to go on the footpath to sit on the seat and all and my four men had to carry me to my seat i am i was a big girl so i found this very discomforting and all and then uh, 
So after this, my sister like, you know, I'll go speak to the manager about it, like if it's upsetting you so much and all. So my sister went and spoke to the manager about it and then he's like, um, you know, you people have come from outside India and that's why you're facing this difficulty. Actually, not many people on the wheelchair in India. This is so not true because um, there are obviously lots of people on the wheelchair in India. It's just that they don't go out because India is not at all accessible. So and then we thought we should probably create awareness about this. And That thought about creating awareness for wheelchair accessibility became an action through the non-profit Wings of Angels that Shubhika founded with her sister Ruchika. About a year later, another incident led to Shubhika finding her purpose. I was uh, 24. Yeah, what happened was I used to go to university every day by metro. And uh, I told him I was very good in academics and all. So I remember I had a test or something. I went to the metro station and no one was around. I'm like, oh my god, there was a footpath and there was no ramp. My hubby like go on the footpath. Before this, it never occurred to me. Because uh, there were always someone or the other one, and you know, anyone would help me to go on the footpath, and I would be fine. Like, I was like, I remember I was crying. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, finally, someone came and they put me under this thing, and all, and then immediately I remember I went to university, gave my desk. After that, I thought I should do something about this. And immediately from my university, I remember I went to RDA headquarters. I didn't know anyone over there. And it was a bit of a struggle because, uh, you know, RDA is so big. If you don't know anyone, like, you will get lost. And then I found someone and then I explained the whole problem and they were very supportive. And they got the first time done. After that I got very happy and then I looked around the other metro station that had footpaths and no ramps to go to the footpath. And then I, you know, I followed up with the audio visuals and all. I made sure they all are done. Since then, Wings of Angels has gone on to build over 1,100 ramps across different cities. The activist Judy Human said, Disability only becomes a tragedy when society fails to provide the things we need to lead our lives, job opportunities or barrier-free buildings, for example. It is not a tragedy to me that I'm living in a wheelchair. And Shobika is working actively to provide the things that the differently able need one ramp at a time. The thing that stood out for us while chatting with her is she's always smiling and she radiates happiness and positivity. She believes that her illness has changed her perception towards life. And this is what she would like to share with others. I love it when I see everyone. 
I think everyone should uh, just you know believe in yourself. That is extremely, extremely important because like, and you shouldn't let anyone come in its way of your belief in yourself. There'll be many distractions, but you just have to make sure that you're extremely focused. Because I think the issues start only when you lose focus. I know throughout my journey, there were so many people who said, don't do this, don't do that. You shouldn't give anyone the right to decide what is right or what's wrong. What is what's wrong that you can show it to people no one else can decide for you. And her hope for herself? I don't know. I want to be the best I can do. That's my only question. I just hope I can uh, be able to reach where I, where I think I should be. Like, I want to do very well in life. That's it. <laughs> She has inspired us to be the best we can every day, just as we hope she has encouraged you. Shabika is the personification of this quote by Italian artist Luciano De Crescenzo. We are each of us angels with only one wing, and we can only fly by embracing one another. I'm Nanora. And I'm Bettina. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you will help the voices of our guests be heard by sharing this episode with your family and friends. We can be found at nriwoman.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just look for NRI Woman. If you or someone you know has a story to share, please get in touch with us at hello at nriwoman.com or tweet us at nri underscore woman. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at NRI Woman Podcast. Also, our featured podcast promo is Dare Daniel Movie Podcast. A film critic, Daniel and Corky, a comedian, both based out of Sacramento, California, review the worst movies you can imagine. You can find them on the same platform where you listen to our podcasts. He's the critic. He's the comic. And that's the gimmick. It's the Dare Daniel podcast, where film critic Daniel Barnes and comedian Corky McDonald do your dirty work by watching the worst movies imaginable. Know of a movie so bad you have to share it. A film with a bad rap you've always been curious about? An underrated bit of cinema you'd love to hear discussed? Or are you a great big fat person? Whatever the case, we happily accept your most sadistic or altruistic dares. Every Tuesday we release a full-length episode of Cinematic Stunt Work. And every Thursday an action-packed mini-episode featuring previews, general movie discussion, and your movie dares. Plus beer. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, our website, daredaniel.com, and anywhere fine podcasts are burnished and proffered. And make sure to check out our sister pod, Serious Talk Seriously and Graphic Novel Explorers Club, for more quality Sacramento podcasts. This episode was edited by Deepthi Shubish. New episodes come out every Monday. Make sure you subscribe. Until next time, keep learning, keep inspiring, and be kind.
next week on NRI Woman. So with um, decluttering, I had actually thought about it in London with a very close friend of mine. Um, and we used to walk up the high street in Camden for lunch nearly every day and talk about stuff like she was organised as well. And but we thought it was crazy. No one will pay for us to organise them.